Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Couple With Mental Health. I hope your day's been great. I'll be honest, I've been getting used to my new schedule at uni, so um, everything's a bit all over the place. But I'm, I've got my tea, I'm good, I'm feeling good, and I have a lovely guest if she wants to introduce herself. Hi guys, um, you're talking with Shahadra. I am based out of Brampton, Ontario, which is about 40 minutes from Toronto, so Canadian full of bread. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to, t- to be honest. I'm excited to talk to you about some mental health. I think yeah. it's an intriguing topic and there's a lot of stuff to be said about it. Oh. And obviously I have a lot to learn. There's, there's, a, there's a many things that can be said on it. So let's start with what you have to say on it. So what's your relationship to mental health? To be honest, I actually just got comfortable with even saying it. Okay. I know that's kind of weird. Um, just from like the culture. So like I grew up, like my parents are Jamaican mm-hmm. and I was the first person born like uh, in Canada. So we don't talk about that, right? Um, it's kind of built on the extremes. Yeah. So either you're mad and that's literally the, the term they use for you or you have sense. So there is no, you know, there's mm-hmm. no situation built into that explanation. Yeah. So I was kind of grown up thinking like, you know, if you're sad or, you know, you're sad for a long time or if you're super nervous or if you're fidgety, then, you know, you're going mad. So just not to be that, I just didn't even connect it to the broader sense. Like, oh, no, it's mental health, you know, just like you can get sick and catch a cold and you need to address it. It's the exact same thing with your mind. Okay. Um, Right. So, I mean, I've just kind of been living my life and, uh, going through it and kind of learning more about it and um i've been affected by it i know people in my family have been affected by it and uh it, it's something that i continue to learn more and more about every single day so what have you been diagnosed with anything personally okay so and this is a big thing because I, I don't even think many people know this but um by my family doctor i was diagnosed with depression and anxiety um mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm not 100% sure I accept that. You get what I'm saying? I, I am waiting for further assessment, okay. and uh, we'll see what's going to happen. Why, why do you not fully accept that? Okay, because I don't know how your process is over there, but over here was like, honestly, I think she went on to Google. I think she asked me like three questions. It was like, oh, yep, this is what's up. Oh. And I was just like, uh, what? Like, you can't. To me, it's like you can't just give me something like that based on something so small. Like, you, you go to school, like, you get tested, you know, it's a three hour exam just to pass a course. For you to diagnose somebody's mental health, I think you should, some more thought or some more effort should be put into it. Um, if you don't mind me asking, was you diagnosed by somebody, by a, a doctor or somebody in the mental health profession? So it's a doctor. So um, in Canada, so uh, in Ontario specifically, um, you have to go through your family doctor first for yeah. them to make a recommendation to a psychologist. Yeah. And um, it, to, to be honest, that diagnosis for my family doctor happened three months ago. So I'm still oh, on okay. a waiting list as we speak to kind of be, you know, figure out what's going on. See, that's the thing is, um, it's very similar to the process we have over here. Um, and you have to go see your doctor, speak about it, and then once you've spoken to your doctor, they will advise you to go see the mental health services. Um, okay. They 
but they they say I well you sound like you are suffering from or living with depends on the terminology um with depression but they can't fully diagnose it you like they can say that they think you have it but they can't because a doctor I don't know if anybody else knows this but a doctor is I would class him and I'm not putting doctors down I think what doctors do is an amazing job but they are when it comes to medical treatment they are a jack of all trades they know enough about all of them but if you need specialized treatment but that's why we have specialist doctors from ear, nose and throat doctors to to cancer doctors and obviously we have psychiatrists and counsellors who are who are trained to deal with obviously mental health issues i think it's so easy for a doctor to see these things and go right yeah depression i think when people don't speak about what that entails and Doctors are run off their feet as it is. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give them credit with that one. They run off their feet. Sometimes it is easier for them to say this because then it means you get the treatment quicker. But I have to agree with you. I'm not sure I agree with this. How their methods are of how they examine and how they go about stuff because it does sound very similar to the way it is done over here. Um, but okay. we are we go for the referral and then the referral to whatever um, like it's CBT um, to a psychiatrist or, or something like that um, or a psychologist they then diagnose you with what you're going through fully they don't it's it's so I, I can understand why you would go for a second opinion and it is a lot of them um, people do tend to complain about how they feel that their doctors just shove them off with a blanket, um, a blanket cover. Like, because depression, I would class for me, would be the same as uh, in, in health, uh, body health terms, as how IBS can cover many, many issues. It's one of those nice blanket covers. So, when. Oh, it, okay. it, and depression, if you have. If, so, if a doctor says you have depression, it, then it takes into the specialist to look into it. It's like going, you have an ear infection. I ha I see that you have an ear infection, but you might need to go to the ear, nose and throat doctor to have it looked at properly. Or I'm going to refer you to an ear, nose and throat doctor, but I can see there's an issue here. It's on that basis, but I think sometimes doctors forget to word stuff correctly because they are not a specialist in that thing that... They need to be careful how they word stuff because sometimes you know what issues you're going through, but if somebody stamps a label on it before you've had had it checked out, you've already got these preconceived notions about what entails with with that word, with that terminology. And it can be quite a scary thing. It's like, oh, by the way, you have depression, off you go. And you're like, right. especially like you say, with your background, you don't have that, that a understanding of mental health so without there's zero education about it in a, in a sense yeah and it's like it comes off like to be honest but like does the doctor have much you know other than google like i could have done that you know but it, it, it automatically creates a distrust in an already like fragile mind state and yeah. that's why i feel like it, it it's it's dangerous you know yeah and um i, I 
yeah, something needs to change. Because it, it, it's gonna, there's a lot of people that are gonna get caught in it, and it, it's not gonna be a positive outcome. I think it's, it's also, it's too easy. It's too easy. I, I would say you can't say something that's that easy and just go, that's done and dusted. It, it would take more, no more than two minutes to go, look, I see there is an issue here. I personally think this is depression, but you would need to see a specialist. Here's some advice and some help that you can look up or go to until you get your next appointment. I think I was lucky that when I saw my doctor, luckily enough, she'd been through the whole mental health issues and stuff like that as, as close family. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, it was a, a few years ago. But she was very good with mental health, so she did help a lot with that sort of stuff. But the doctors that I'd seen before that, I'll be honest, were absolutely useless when it came to mental health. But I, yeah. I completely understand with that. So you say you've only been technically with some sort of diagnosis in the last three months. Yeah. How did you get to that point where you felt like you had to go to a doctor because something wasn't right? Okay, so this is like, okay, so very few people know this story now, but what happened is that um, I've been in a weird state ever since I graduated from university, which was in 2013, Okay. and um, I went away, I moved away for a year and like in a sense lived up and had like the best time of my life, and then obviously just due to like family, like I had a lot of health issues with family, mm-hmm. so I had to come back to help out. And, uh, I've been in like a high, low state ever since. Mm-hmm. So then what actually happened is that there was honestly like a general buildup to the fact that this only happened to me once where it's like when I went to visit my mom, who's in a town 40 minutes over, mm-hmm. I woke up the next day and just did not on the couch, did mm-hmm. not, did not move. I just kept Netflix on and whatever was on repeat, um, and uh, my family saw that and they got scared and they kind of did like a mini family meeting and yeah. said, listen, uh, we think you need to get help because we noticed something's wrong with you. And that's not my general character. Yeah. Um, they've noticed like anger issues before. Mm-hmm. Like I would be unable to control my emotions mm-hmm. better than I had in the past. So it's always kind of been in the background. Um, come to find it uh, now also like there's also a history of um, bipolar in my family, okay. of, you know, a lot of other aunts that are still back in Jamaica have gone, you know, with the term mad. And, uh, yeah, a whole, whole host of other health issues in my family. So just knowing that, I guess my mom was kind of more like, hey, you know, this is something you really got to check out. And, like, she was really actually really on me to make sure, like, not only did I make the appointment, did I actually, like, follow up and go. Yeah. Because to me it was like, meh, you know? Like, yeah, I'm sad, leave me alone. But yeah. that, that was the first time it actually scared me, that I was like, you know what, no, I think I need to go because it, it's the worst place to be in. Yeah. It, it truly is such a terrible, terrible place to be, and I don't wish that on my worst enemy. So, guys, if you're out there and you ever feel like that, please reach out to, a, like, a, a professional. They might not be, you know, as cool as who you were dealing with, but... I guarantee it will it will lead to one step that can possibly make things feel a little bit better. Yeah. And that's all you need in that moment. To be fair, just going is the first. It, it literally, as cheesy as it sounds, it is just the first step. 
once you get that first step going it's it it starts the ball rolling so that you know that you're going in the right direction and it's just having that patience with it Mm. it's interesting how you said patience because you know whatever it is it's just like you're not patient in that frame of mind right and i feel like as soon as you like you're going you're like okay fine i'm gonna get help and then you feel the pushback a little bit right Mm -hmm. so you you encounter long lines you encounter reschedules you encounter you know overflowing weight like it's just crazy so you're like listen am i gonna do this am i gonna stick with it or can i dip Mm -hmm. and like you (laughs) I stuck with it, and I'm still dealing with it, so I don't know. It's too early to say how it ends up. How are you feeling about the process so far? I hate it. I I don't like it at all. It's been... Okay, you know what? Hold on. Let me me rewind for a bit. Okay. No, the process definitely needs improvement, and I could... I I, I knew as soon as I went in it, and, like, even as I'm experiencing it now that there's a lot of things that need to be fine-tuned yeah. because like I said like not as many people would have been as patient as I was um you know and I've seen people like react you know and the person like the receptionist is going to get the brunt of it because they're just you know the mouthpiece mm. but there, there, there's so many there, there needs to be a better net to catch these people and to help them on their way to recovery and that's honestly what it is it's just recovery it's like you're something Something in your brain feels broken and you need help. You just need some guidance because some programming went wrong. And, like, you can't fix that on your own. You need help. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's why I'm doing this. I'd love to see a change in the way it's done. And I'd love to to see it made more of a priority than what it it currently is at the moment. Right. How are you also feeling about your own personal development through it? Okay, so I'll say this, right? It's nothing... You already know the strategies, right? Yeah. Anybody knows these things. Everybody has access to them. If we really wanted them, right? Mm-hmm. But there is a block of you actually using the knowledge that you have, right? Yeah. So it's like, I know it's not healthy to, like, you know, stay in a dark room and, like, you know, eat Doritos all day. But something is stopping me from actually doing, you know, acting on good information. Mm-hmm. So I guess through this process, it's just pulling you up and out yeah. of what you would normally do. It keeps you accountable in a certain way. Mm. And then, but you can definitely see that it's not a priority. Well, now it's becoming, you know, more of a priority because, you know, um, there's been some like high profile, you know, incidents that are directly related mm. to mental health. So you see it becoming more of a priority. But like I said, they're, they're losing a lot of people um, quickly. So they really need to speed it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, again, you preach and sit quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad how we have, like, similar experiences, though. And we're, like, you know, worlds apart. It's, it's, it, it's tough. It took me years to get somewhere with it. And my own self-awareness. I mean... How have you been finding your self-awareness through it all? Yo, gift and curse, you know? It, it's definitely a gift and curse. And you're right, like, the self-awareness is a huge part of it. Because what I was noticing is that, like, everything that comes up was just anger. Mm. And 
Oh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to pause for two seconds as the uh, call's gone down. Bear with me. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> um, as you were saying, uh, the self-awareness. Right, so I was saying that, like, that kind of has, I guess, in a sense, been... So with self-development, uh, self-awareness, um, you're saying how it's it's been a blessing and a curse. Right, just because it's like, you now you have to find the real names for everything that you thought was anger, you know, what's the sadness, what's the grief, what's the devastation, what's underneath it, and that forces you to look at it and actually figure out what's really going on, which is something that, you know, a lot of people run from. Because it's, it's tough and it's painful and it's stressful, but... Um, you know, with the right encouragement, I think you can get far, but like, you, like you've already stated, it's, it's a very long journey and it requires a lot of patience. <laughs> I think that's the thing is we, we expect there should be like a time frame that we will do this and then by this time we'll all be fixed and everything will be great again. And it doesn't work like that. Also, that nope. the, the biggest thing that I had to accept for my own mental health was it's never going to go. Like, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be something, that little demon that sits on my shoulder, that some days is louder than others. But that is just a part of who I am now. And once I accepted that is just a part of who I am, it became a lot easier for me to be able to manage. Because rather than fighting it and using all those extra all that extra energy to fight it once i accepted it and gone that's just it's there there's nothing i can do about it that's the way things are what i can do is become its friend understand it and then once i understand it which means when it kicks off and has a tantrum i know the warning signs like we all have parts of us that we don't particularly like but we accept it but we also accept that days we are not going to particularly like them so we come prepared like <laughs> we come prepared it's like it's like if you've got a child with you you know at some point they're probably going to kick off about something but you've come prepared with methods to cope with it it's that yeah. same way you would just accept that once you stop using all that energy to fight it and you become its friend it no longer has the same power. Not only that, but you can put checkpoints in. Like, I know my checkpoints are, I don't talk to anybody. I become very snappy. I become, like, I, I have my, I, my kid's dad, who I'm very, very close to, will say that my mood's changed. And if he's saying my mood's changed, then I'm like, right, I, I'm going, why am I going? And then I'll look back and go, right, did I hit that checkpoint? Did I hit that? Yes, I did. We need to address this. And when I say we address this, I mean me and the demon. We need to have this conversation. Like, dude, you're taking over now. I, I can't have that. I appreciate that you're around because you're telling me I can't handle a certain current situation and I need help. So I, I, it's like, I got you, I need help. Thank you, I understand. Right, you can go back to whatever cupboard you were in beforehand, because we're done now. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is, once you stop 
fighting it. And it is, but it's so hard. It's so hard to accept part of you that you don't want there to be. It's like, you don't, it's like, it's like somebody trying to fight, uh, you know, a broken leg or, all right, that's a bad analogy, but trying to fight a part of you that is internal. It is internal. You wouldn't fight an organ. It's internal. You fight, why are you fighting your brain? It's an organ. It's internal. Just because the wiring is a little different doesn't mean to say it's a bad thing. Some, I use mine as a stress gauge. If I've took too much on, I know. Like, oh, I need to help get, reach out for help. If I'm slipping, I'm reaching out. I, I, I love your ability to do that. I like, always I took practice. Like, you know what? It's, it's, it's a, like, it's hinting at something, you know? Mm. And it's, it's there for a reason. Like, ultimately, it could show you the way. It could show you. It is the lesson, but you have to heed it. And uh, quick question, though. Did you name it demon? Like, do you specifically call it a demon? Or do you have, like, a friendly name for it? I'll like, be honest. I've only just started calling it that. I don't know if anybody's watched, like, Conjuring and stuff like that. But um, on um, The Nun, I, I don't want to do any spoilers in case anybody's seen it. But on The Nun... <laughs> do it. Spoil it. Spoiler alert, people. Fast forward. Spoiler <laughs> Um, to defeat the demon, but it is in a lot of stuff. To defeat the demon, you need to name it. Because once you've given it a name, you take its power. We, I, we as humans are scared of the unknown. If we are scared of the unknown, once we name the demon, we take its power. It's that thing of... We are humans, we are scared of the unknown. If we are scared of the unknown, when we don't know what's happening within ourselves, that's the scariest thing of all. Like, you're telling me I have all these emotions, I have all these things that I'm trying to deal with, yet it doesn't have a name. I, I'm not, I, I, I don't know what's going on, I don't understand it. Like, you fear, like, all right, best way, you're in a dark room as a kid. You don't know what's in that room, it's bloody scary. You like your imagination runs wild. There's demons sat in the corner. There's you know monsters under the sofa. You know like there's everything. You know like the same with the like, monsters under the bed. But once you put that light on, you realize that monster under the bed was just your teddy that you dropped. Like <laughs> once you've named it, and the next time you turn the light off and you see it, you're like, oh I know that's Ted. Like, it's like, if that kind of thing, you know, once you've named it, doesn't matter if you're in light or dark, you know what it is. Wow. That's almost like um, the whole Harry Potter analogy. It's like fear the name, you know, if you fear, fear of of the name, you know, increases the fear of the wizard. And it's just like. Dude, don't be afraid of what it is. Like, name it so you have, you know, something to direct your energy to. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been, I think with it, once you've named it, the whole, for me, I just find it funny with demons. I've been nicknamed demon before in the past and stuff like that. So, (laughs) it's just, it just, it just makes me laugh. Like, it always makes me laugh. But, um, 
or devil or something like that you know I've, I've i've had those kind of nicknames in the past i have had a quite colorful past but <laughs> um but i find for me it's like i like the analogy of naming the demon because once you've named it i name my demon my anxiety i name it, i call out my my demon has power of me once I don't recognize that but once I recognize it's my anxiety it's my depression it's I'm dipping once I name it I go no I'm struggling this is my depression talking this is my anxiety talking once I've named it I'm like all right what where's the solution right I've got to put a b and c in and it'll take me a couple of weeks or a couple of months depending on how badly I went in but I pull myself out. But as I say, it takes practice. Like, those checkpoints and stuff like that have been in place for a good few years now. Like No, that's an ex- that sounds like an excellent strategy. That's, some- that's something I definitely got to put, you know. I- I'm going to use that. Because that seems like a good way, you know. If you're going to go in deep, at least leave some sort of trail so yeah. you know your way back. Re- leave some breadcrumbs. Leave some clues. It's like, it's one of those, like, my personal experience was when I was I'd I'd gone for a breakup, but I had to do my college exams, so I'd I'd kind of like, I I thought I'd dealt with it and went straight into my exams. And then as soon as my exams finished, I'd went I just dropped and I could barely get out of I I just didn't want to do anything. I felt really meh. I I just could not be asked basically, and um. A bit, I was just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'd snapped at people. I'm not a very snappy person. I mean, you got to really piss me off to get me snappy. <laughs> and Really? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and then when my kid's dad was like, I was like, oh, it's just a couple of days. I've been down a couple of days. He went, no, it's been about three weeks now that you've, j-. and then when I looked back, I was like, oh, I got myself through college because I wasn't dealing, but I knew I had to deal with this stuff. But now I've everything's gone, huh, I can relax. It's just gone, boom, hit me like a brick. So, Whoa, you just explained my entire like life right there. <laughs> that's freaky. But that's very comforting to know that I wasn't alone in that. Oh, like, like anybody who's listened to this, man, We've all been hit with that brick wall. Just because... Seriously. The best analogy I ever heard was from Jordan Peterson. Just because you pretend the wall isn't there does not mean to say you're not going to hurt yourself if you go hurtling towards it. It's... Shh. He says, so wow. one thing is, is our brains are amazing, like amazing pieces of work. They are there to help construct and protect you but at the same time, they're trying to work out stuff at the as they go on, and then they'll 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 put these protection methods in, but then you, they'll still hit you, and you'll have to deal with them later. It's amazing what our brain can do, and if we need to push past something just to get through that period, oh, we we're determinal buggers. We can get through it. Uh-huh. But our our logic side can only take hold for so long. Because as soon as we go, right, you've done your part now, our emotions will hit us like never before. Because we've all- And that's the part, right? Mm. It's like, it always catches up with you, honey. It's always underneath there. Like, I see a lot of my friends that, like, you know, I'm kind of concerned about. Because, yes, you're high-functioning. And, yes, you're very successful at work. But it's like, 
babe, like, things are going to hit you, and you're just going to hit that much harder. Mm. So it's like, yo, take the time to deal with what you're feeling. Because the more you push it down, the more it's going to bounce up. And that gets very hard to deal with, I guess, like, you know, the deeper you're in to, like, your career and, like, your own, well, you that, know, life. It's the thing is that um, I'm sure you'll understand this, understand this with your background, is showing weakness to people is too weak. Like, somebody with mental health issues, it's very much seen as a weakness towards somebody's personality. Like, yes. there's something wrong with them. It's a character flaw. Yeah. Or even just admitting that you might need help. Well, well what the hell? Like, everybody needs help. But admitting it is such a, a massive wall for people. And I was part of that. Like, man, I... I I was carrying Same the here. world on my shoulders. I had the world and the world's brother and sister just sat there with me. And <laughs> because I thought I could do everything. I didn't need help. When I needed help most of all. Um, yep. People struggle with that. And I think, I personally think the strongest thing somebody can do is admit that there's something not quite right with what's going on. I need help, like, on realising that these flaws and connections and wiring's not quite going right and you, you're struggling with what's going on and understanding what's going on within yourself. And that's the thing is, if you are so scared of what's, on, what's going on in yourself, how can you vocalise that? And then once you have vocalised that, no, there's something wrong with me and I'm not sure what. And then someone's going to look at you and go, you what? You're like you're worried that somebody's gonna look at you and go, "How are you not? No, it's you." And then you're like, I, it, and it's that 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 worry of what's going on in from all those connections, your own connection, trying to connect with somebody else, and asking for help, and then having to deal with the unknown once you've like unleashed Pandora's box. Like exactly. Well, well that's it's 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 very much never know. And because you never know, once again, fear of the unknown. Absolutely. It's crazy how, you know, I think it's like a mechanism, right? That you're, it's what we develop from. It's what's kept us alive, right? Mm -hmm. Your brain is meant, or your mind is meant to look out for, you know, trouble and keep you Same. alive, keep yeah. you alert. But what happens when it gets overstimulated and you're, in a sense, you just get locked in that mind frame? it's detrimental, right? And whatever affects your mental health is going to affect your physical body. And it just happens that we live in a society that one is easier to deal with than the other because one you can see and the other one necessarily you can't. Like you said, what's the face of mental health, right? It doesn't have one face. No, it has everybody's face. Exactly. So it's just like, listen, we got to start talking to more people. <laughs> <We really do. laughs> I think that's Yep, that's key. Yeah, just these conversations. Like, I, I, my process. I've been going for it for years. Your process has just begun. And yeah. If we got all, you know, just started chatting about this kind of stuff, like, there is a helping hand. Like, like you said earlier, is. Nice to know you weren't alone going through that situation that there are other people like you that are going through that or been through that or about to go start their journey through it. There are so many people 
that are going through it. Like I know some people that finally just to get, and I've spoken to them on the podcast is that they felt so relieved to get a diagnosis. It's like, and then, then the journey begins and they could have spent 20 years waiting for that diagnosis. It's, it, it, the journey for everybody is different in the same way as mental health is different. No two stories and no two diagnoses are the same. Even if they are the same diagnosis. Because how can, say, my life experiences ever be the same as your life experiences? Even if we went through the exact same thing, we saw the, the exact same thing at the exact same time, how you internalize it will be different to how I internalize it. Because how I feel about yes. something will be very different to how you feel about something. Like if you go to a movie, you look at the movie, I could walk out going, that was the best movie ever. You walk out going, well, that was another pile of shit. Like, it, like it's that experience from everything. And I think when it comes to mental health, it's the same, same process. Like everybody's different. Everybody's wired differently. If we cannot figure out how our brains are wired completely, how are we going to know how we send the messages through to each other completely? No. There you go. And that is, you know, I guess that's where our starting point is, right? That's why self-awareness is important. It's important that we get the proper language. I think those things are going to be more, more readily available now. You know, especially with people like you making the conversation, like, I'm sorry, but it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's going to affect you at one point or the other. And we just want to make sure that you have, you know, a good base to heal from. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's just so incredible how humbling this entire experience has been. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's, that's the thing is, like, you don't... Not only that, but I think sometimes we forget what we've been through. I'm not saying that you should dwell in the past, but men, we survived some serious shit, and we do never give ourselves credit for it. Like my personal experience, I grew up with a uh, gambling mother. Like I had very bad experiences with that, but I survived it. Like I was a teenage mother. I, I've, I've now very very proud mother of two like we go through these things i'm sure you've gone through so much that you never thought you would actually survive (laughs) but you survived it and and there'll be another time where you go i don't think i'm gonna survive it but you survive it there we feel i mean it's left its marks but you know we did survive but it makes you like every mark you have internally and externally makes you. You wouldn't be you without any of them. How could, Absolutely. How could you be the person that you are today without going through the struggles and the, the, the great loves, the struggles, the strifes and all that lot, the, the, the fights, the hurt, the upset? That made you who you are. And yes, there are issues with mental health and all that lot, but they made you strong enough to be able to go, I've survived some stuff, I just need a little bit of help getting past the other stuff. Like, you survived the major messed up thing, like, woohoo, flag's flying, you did it. You did the good chunk of it, you just need that little, like, 
and I'm literally, listeners, I am using my hands as a gap here. Like, there's about six inches between it. Like, you are just needing a little extra help. Because mental health issues tend to come from you going through some big shit, basically. Like, you go through some stuff, and it leaves a mark on you. It's trauma. Yeah, it leaves a mark on you. But what, yes, you have to do with these issues, and yes, they are hard as hell. When you have to face up to these things that you've you've survived, because that's what you're going through, you're going through the things that you survived. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely painful. But I always take the look of it as you survived. That's a painful thing you went through. You managed to get through it and talk about it. It's hard, yeah, they're talking about it, it's hard. But the really hard part, you got through. You managed that part. You're further away, you're further on this hardest part journey. So how does it feel, you know, at the point that you're at? At the point I'm at? Oh, nobody's asked me that question. That's a good question. Um, uh, I would say relieved. To a certain degree, like a relief of I understand myself enough that I can talk to myself and still love myself. That I know that what is going on internally and what has happened to me in the past has made me who I am, but I have still got many ways and many more things to make me a better version of me. What do I think before us? Right, as uh, we had a bit of a technical issue, I'll repeat what I said. Um, basically, I feel like I have, even though I've been through everything in the past, it's made me who I am. And there are lots of issues going on with me and I'm still learning about myself. But I know that all these things that I've learned about myself and everything that I've gone through will make me a better person tomorrow, the next day. As long as I keep going, all I can do is keep learning. So, like, did that come to you in, like, an epiphany just one day? It kind of all made sense? Or was it something that you had to work towards? Or Oh, it took a lot of work. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, the most work you'll ever do is discovering who you are, what you've been through, and how you work. Because we spend so long pretending that these things are not happening, that when we do realise... We've got to cipher through and sieve through a load of crap to figure out what's what. Oh, boy. And how do you remain your, like, how do you remain so energetic to keep going year after year? Oh, <laughs> energetic. Oh, uh, not many people have called me that. But <laughs> <laughs> Another um, first? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it's knowing that I'm still one foot forward better than I was yesterday. 
So, okay. I think, like, knowing that you're just 1% better than you were yesterday, even if it is 0.1% better than you were yesterday, even if you only got rid of one negative thought that day, even if you just got out of bed and made yourself a cup of tea, whereas yesterday you stayed in bed all day, like, that minuscule bit was still better than what you managed the day before. So it takes a little bit of understanding who you are. Not only that, but understanding that it is a process. You are going to fall back, fall forward. You are going to, you know, it's like a weeber. You wobble, but you get back up. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, okay. So how are wow. you feeling with all this information? Because you say that I'm ahead in my journey, but that's my journey. You're just you're just starting yours. How are you feeling with all this information? To be honest, like, like I okay, so like obviously we kind of gone into it already, but I I was going in thinking that there was going to be a quick fix. You know, I'm used to like this is just our generation. Like our internet comes now, our coffee is instant. You know, yeah. If I want to watch a show I click a button so the fact that it's like it's not like that with mental health it's not popping an Advil and the pain going away you're you're talking about you know possibly years of just kind of going back and figuring it all out yep it it that's and how do you feel about that it's it's tough it's definitely tough and you know it's a battle every single day well the fact that you're actually Picking up that sword and going into battle, you've already yeah. took the first step. Like, and at the beginning, my one tip is congratulate every step. It gets better. Like you'll notice when you take start taking steps. Once you get you get more steps, it gets a little easier. But congratulate the first steps. Like, it takes a lot of effort just to do those first steps. Just to go to the doctors, just to speak about your issues, just to open up that, you know, something's going on that you don't understand. Like, I don't know why I feel this way. And knowing that sometimes you might never know why you feel this way, but you are starting your journey to figure out things for you, how to manage you, how to understand you, how to put those checkpoints in to know that, and once, not only that, but once you put the checkpoints in, do you know how much self-aware that takes? <laughs> no, and I'm scared to even ask. But you've already shown self-awareness by going to the doctors. We still there? Yes, do you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got um, Okay. So... Well, most of the person... I, I can hear you, so that's important. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, like, um, you know, self-awareness isn't just, like, checkpoints as well. It's taking that first step of going to the doctors, knowing that something isn't quite right, that you do need help. That takes a lot of self-awareness as well. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. It is it's something that most people don't take into thought. But going, you know what, I know this isn't 
me there's something not quite going on right that takes a hell of a lot of self-awareness and also to put that foot like that brake on and go no 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 hold up hold up hold up we need to put something in here or we need to speak to somebody that takes a shed load of self-awareness because people go on the same tracks for years not realizing the patterns that they go through and if you've gone eh, nah this ain't right then you know you've took that self-awareness to watch what you're doing pay attention you started to pay attention you've already started your self-awareness wow i never even looked at it like that you know i, I think i got a little fixated on like okay what does the end look like you know how is it going to feel when I get through it, not even acknowledging the fact that I started, you know? And that's a win in itself. I think you've, like everybody else that goes into this journey, they have expectations of the outcome. The expectations mm -hmm. is, I'm going to get this all sorted and it'll be done and dusted. Well, our brains mm -hmm. don't work like that. So how about, rather than worry about what the finish line's going to look like, how are we going to get through it huffing and puffing? Like, because that finish line, that finish line's going to be there no matter what. That's the inevitable. There is going to be a finish line where you get to a point and go, right, I now know how to put these things in and I accept these things and I know who I am and I will strive to get better each and every day. That's your finish point. And you know, there's gonna, it's going to probably come a day when you get to that. So you finish points already sorted. You ought to get the in-between. That is so true. And in a sense, like, you know, talk with more people that are like me and that, you know, kind of understand it and are at different points in their journey because this helps, you mm -hmm. know. I was completely just not feeling it at all and feeling terrible. And now, in a sense... Your explanation of it and just kind of hearing you know your experience mm -hmm. it's not that scary anymore you know like now i'm expecting to you know even if i do you know fall back yeah the second that i decide to get back up and try again that's a win and that's a big deal yep the, yep and you celebrate that like it's 1999 like you, you, you honestly, you, you yeah. fall and you get back up. I swear to God, you want a roundhouse kick when you do it. Like proper, just <laughs> go for it. And you're already winning by getting back up. You're already winning by getting back up. You only fail exactly. if you stay down. Like exactly. If you need to take a couple of days, that's fine. Even if it's a couple of weeks. But once you realize what's going on, get the fuck back up. Like, no. Okay, but that, that that's a good, that, you bring up a very good point. How do you know when it's too long, right? Because you're saying a few days, okay, but a couple weeks? Like, how do we know that we're not, like, in a sense, self-indulging? Like, does that ever cross your mind? Yeah. And I accept okay. it's part of it. Like, like ah. I, I know I'm going to punish okay. myself. I <laughs> just accept it. It's the same way as I sit and eat a full tub of ice cream or a full cake to myself. I'm going to punish myself. But, you know, 
It is what it is. That cake was delicious. I needed that time out. It's time to get back on with it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, that is an awesome way to look at this entire thing. I think... And, like, I guess acceptance is your biggest weapon. Oh, yeah. That, that... It's the hardest thing for anybody and everybody. Because how would you accept something you don't like? And it's that one thing, like, I don't like you. Why do I have to accept you? But you don't have to to like it, but learn to love it, and you'll be fine. Because if you love it, you love yourself. Because it is part of who you are. Right. In a sense, you could even take it one step further and learn, you know, like you said before, it is just, it's a helper. You know, it's there to warn you of something. It's there to tell you, listen, pay attention because yeah. something is off here. Yeah. You've got, you're going too far. And it's just, a, it's, it's just a tactic of your mind to kind of pull you back. I, <laughs> giving you some things to think about there. You know, I'm sorry. I just got like a shiver. <laughs> <laughs> Once, once you, I've known many people, and I don't like myself, that once they've accepted it, if it comes creeping back in, it's like their own personal warning sign. Like, oh, we know what's going on here. You know, like, you've got, like, red command, like, woo, 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 sirens in the background. We need to sort this out. You're going. Why are you going? Look at what's going on. Right, we haven't dealt with this issue. The reason why we haven't dealt with it because of this, that, and the other... And you can just backtrack and then go, right, it started this point. What happened? Right. What do I need to do next? And for, for you'll have a problem, but you'll also have a solution. It's like, okay, so like, like hmm. how do you use meditation in your practice or do you use it at all? Or I found my own way. Like I used to go to a mindful class and it was helpful at the time. I'm not going to lie, but I think it was more because I was meeting up with people that were like me. Um, but I found that walking meditation, like meditation does not have to be, you know what? People have so many misconceptions about meditation. Like you need to be sat in a a quiet room with candles, chime in the background, um, sat cross-legged. No, honestly, you don't need none of that. Sometimes it's just sat quietly in a room. I sometimes just sit on my sofa and I am sat in silence for a good like 10 minutes. sometimes it's walking and I zone out the world like for me music therapy as uh, somebody conned uh, oh it was Tommy actually Tommy conned music therapy and headphone therapy um, yes was shout out to Tommy (laughs) was my biggest saviour I found lately that I've needed to calm down on the headphones because I need to be able to reconnect when I need it but for me, my headphones, I, I can put I can put a book on. I used to never be able to, it had to be music. Whereas now I can put an audible book on or a podcast and I'm fine. Uh, something to focus on but not focus on at the same time. And I literally just walk and I zone out and I just, sometimes it can be half an hour, sometimes it can be like five hours and I am gone. Like literally... <laughs> gone and um, i feel like we might be kindred spirits 
there's all the things like I do sometimes what I for, I find that there are certain things for people that help them reconnect and for me it's water I love being by water by the sea by a river by uh, the sound of water just just something about it I mean I come from a little seaside town so I think that's why it it like resonates with me so well but I will go there's a, a, a gorge not too far and I will stick my feet in the water I'll take my shoes off go barefoot it's cold as hell I will stick my feet in the water and I will stand there for five minutes and just listen to the sound and the water oh my just helps me reconnect that's first of all that sounds lovely so shout out to you for figuring that out and sticking with it but no i find like i that connect i connect with that statement so much because this happened to me just yesterday it's like i was feeling so off in the morning and then all of a sudden i'm in the car and i just meant to pull up to costco and all of a sudden i'm like across town and i pull up right on the beach it's not really a beach it's like a lake but mm. you know it's kind of like a beach <laughs> and i zone i was there for like 3 hours and i didn't even notice mm. and like by the time i came out i felt so zen i felt all was right with the world and like i carried that in until i slept and then i woke up and then it's like right back into put it, the real world i would say put that into your schedule regularly like once a week for like an hour I would say do whatever it takes for you to reconnect to quiet your mind. Like quiet the squirrels. Like they they, they drive you nuts. <laughs> Excuse the pun. But <laughs> <laughs> but like I really do recommend you find a way to reconnect. And m- people's version of reconnect is like whatever that is for them. But if you found a way that makes you zen out, as you put it, do it and do it regularly. Because there is something about it that brings you inner peace and nothing stops the chattering voices like finding your own inner peace. Right. If somebody could figure out how to put that in a bottle, they'd be a, like a trillionaire. Oh, God, yeah. They try it. <laughs> There's those like, peaceful sounds and stuff like that. I know they try it. <laughs> you everybody has a different way no but like being in nature like there's something grounding about being in nature itself oh, yeah. and it doesn't have to be by the way it could be in the forest it could be you know underneath the nighttime sky and um everybody there, there's a piece that comes everybody has a piece of nature that they resonate with like yes. for me it's water or any form of water and i know for other people it's just sitting in a tree I'm literally sitting in a tree. Um, oh, wow. But whatever it is to help you, just honestly, I would say to you, if you felt that way, put it in your schedule regularly. Put it in your schedule regularly, because there's, there's obviously some good there. Put some good back into your schedule. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to reconfigure some stuff, because even that, that's like 40 minutes away from where I'm at. But you know what? I think it's worth it. There you go. <laughs> Just remembering it. It's, it's so worth it. And I bet I bet you're grinning like a Cheshire cat just thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. Stop this. Like, can you see me right now? That's no. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I can hear it because when you're talking, 
your voice becomes happier. You can hear the notes and the tones in your voice and you you can hear that you're smiling. That's, that's, I can actually hear that you're smiling because there is something deep within you that goes, oh, this makes me happy. And you, you can feel it in the tone. The tone comes a little higher and a little more chilled. You can hear it in somebody's voice when they're, that something just gives them that happiness. I wasn't even aware of that, but thank you for bringing it to my attention. You're welcome. So, are you studying like social work, or are you going to become a psychologist? Like, what are you studying in school? If you don't mind I, me asking, oh, ask away. I am doing uh, psychology with psychotherapy and counseling. Oh, okay, okay. And how long can you graduate until you start working with like the general public? Bachelor's is three years, and I've got to do a master's. That's another two or three years. So it's, I'm talking another okay. five to six years, but. Once I get to a master's, hopefully I can sort something out and see if I can start reaching out. But doesn't mean to say I can't start now, hence why I'm doing this podcast. That's what I'm saying. Like, and like, I, I can't even say it enough. Like, thank you so much for doing something like this. And thank you for reaching out because it, it's been an amazing experience. And it's not something that I would ever want to talk about. It's not something that, you know, but it, it's something that definitely it's a discussion that needs to be had. And um, you're helping a lot of people. So, like, <laughs> stick with it, girl. Thanks. See, now you're making me smile. Hey. <laughs> so, we are coming to the end of the podcast. Um, so, if people wanted to follow your journey, how would they do it? Mm-hmm. Right now, the best place to find me is on Instagram. Um, I don't post a lot, but I do. If you follow my story, you'll kind of get, like, a gist of what exactly I'm dealing with at that moment. So if you just follow me at my first name, Shahadra, so it's S-H-A-J-A-D-R-A. I'll see you there. Introduce yourself. Like, say what's up. I'm not, like, mean. (laughs) I like people to be nice. You know, send me a cool emoji or, like, a cool picture. I don't know. Send me something. I I appreciate that stuff. I have been enjoying um, seeing you uh, getting up at 5 a.m. to get motivated. I has. I've really, I've because re- you, I'm in the club with you. I get up every day between five and six. There's only oh the. Oh my gosh. The, there's the only the crazy, up. eh? But I like making the most of my day. Like, it, you know what? And that's exactly what it. There's always a trade-off, but like, mm. it's it's worth it. I mean, I like I cuss every single day about it, but it, it's worth it. Ooh. I love every moment. Little of it. tip then, if if you're getting up at five, make your alarm something that either kicks your ass or something you enjoy i currently have two i have one that kicks my ass and i have one that i enjoy the one that kicks my ass is gary v and he's saying get the fuck up and oh god and my other one is i have a game boy alarm clock that when it goes off plays super mario land whoa okay and I get Gary first, and then to, like, ease me into waking up, I have Super Mario, because I'm like, I'm awake, and then Super Mario Land comes on, and I'm like, I'm off, because I'm happy. <laughs> Whoa, okay, I right now I only have one, and it's like, it's been that way since, like, a long, as soon as I started this, and it's like, uh, Canning D? Yeah. It's like, just an instrumental that I really, 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 really enjoy, but, like, 
it, it's so good. I got I got to change it though. I got to change it to something way more upbeat. That's what I'm gonna do. I, I I'm, and it I, might be that Mar- I'm gonna steal your Mario idea because oh. that like at 5 a.m. First of all, that will wake up the entire house, so that would force me to get out of bed, and like that's just cool as shit. Yeah, I know. So as soon as I saw the alarm clock, I was like, "Well, that's not gonna be waking me up in the morning." <laughs> see, you see how this the universe works. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, so I've come to my final question, and as I say, as I told you before, I've been a, I ask it to everybody. Um, you meet a person; they're about mm-hmm. to go through everything that you've gone through in life. All the, the ups, the downs, and everything. You are not allowed to tell them anything, nothing, about what they're about to experience. But you can give them three pieces of advice. What would they be? Whoa. First of all, that's an amazing question. Why, thank you. Um, Oh my gosh! So I can't tell them anything. You can't. I can tell give them, them three pieces of advice. Uh, yeah, three pieces of it. You're not allowed to say single. You can. You're not allowed. Like the world explodes if you tell them like anything about what's about to happen. All you can do is give them three pieces of advice to get them through. Okay. So the first piece of advice. Um, and I'm just gonna talk to my younger self if that's okay. Yep. Baby girl, I would tell you to find your village, find your tribe, find very, very good people and keep them around you and stay around them. Um, Your environment dictates a lot. So do whatever you can to put yourself in a positive environment. Uh, The second piece I would go is buy an iPod with as much (laughs) memory that you can afford because music will be your savior. Whatever you're going through, there's a soundtrack for it. There's a song for it. I mean, I like DMX. I like, you know, uh, I like a lot of things. And, like, there's so much different music out there that you cannot get bored. And it's, like, you know, the best drug in the world, I promise you. Oh, yeah. And the third piece of advice, hmm, be kinder to yourself, you know? Whatever you're going through, treat yourself as you would treat your dearest friend. You know what? Um, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna have to interrupt you there because Go ahead. I think you're already you already did it when you just said be kind to yourself. You did you hear how you spoke to yourself on the first piece of advice? You was mm. you was so <laughs> kind to yourself. The first thing that came out with pure love, like to turn around and go, baby girl, you, you know, I, it, it's like you are talk and you like, you know, you find your tribe. Like that got me. I'm not even going to lie. That got me because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm getting choked up here because that was the kindest I've ever heard somebody talk about themselves. Oh, whoa. I got all the feels now. Oof. And then when when you went, be kind to yourself, I was like, whoa, that just went full circle. That just went full circle because you already are kind to yourself. I try to. (laughs) I'm still learning. It's a learning process. And sometimes I forget, so I won't even front. But that love, that love you just sent your younger girls, that was so much love. I swear your, your younger self felt it. Like, 
But it yes, <laughs> that that was the kindest I've ever heard somebody speak about and uh, speak to their younger self. So thank you for sharing that. That was that was really beautiful. Oh my god! Thank you for asking that question. And uh, yeah, I have to say, like, my takeaway from this, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna follow you on with that one. Be kind to yourself. Be kind. I think this process is a long process. And the main thing is, is talk to people. Find people, like you said, find your tribe. Talk to people that are like you, that are going through it on every different level, on every little different mental health issue. Everybody is going through something. We all go through stuff. And if you're not currently going through something, I'm sure you have been. So just these conversations to make people realize that they're not alone no not even a little bit honey nope nope not at all so i would like to thank you we've managed thank you we've managed through the technical issues so listeners thanks for bearing in um yeah. but um it's i've really really enjoyed this i really have. i enjoyed it too um and uh Ooh, it's been emotional. It's been emotional. <laughs> it's been good. There's, there's tons of value added, <laughs> you know? And uh, I'd like to end it, as I always do. Good day, good brew. If you like this episode and want to listen to more, I have over 60 episodes of A Cuppa With. And they go from me talking on my own about subjects and stories of my life to others. And some people I've spoken to have incredible, incredible stories. And that's what it's all about. Talking about people's stories over a cup of tea. And having those open conversations. So, like I say, if you like, share, subscribe, rate. That's all appreciated. And thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to us.